You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. It's also a typhoon special today, and uh, I'm really, really delighted because we're going to be talking about writing and calligraphy, especially how it can help with mindfulness. And to talk about this, I'm really delighted to be chatting with my friend, Galo Chu, who is a calligraphy artist here in Hong Kong. Hi, Galo. How are you doing today? Very good. We're stuck in Lama Island. typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good to, to, to see you. Thank you so much um, for, for, for coming on the program. I've been wanting to get you on the show uh, for so long now, so it's really great. That, so thank you very much for making the time for our listeners. And I'd love for our listeners to join us on Facebook as well, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Gallo there. Um, so maybe let's start from the beginning. How did you get into calligraphy? So a little bit back to when I was a teenager. So back then we didn't have like internet. So I wrote a lot of letters to friends and I got very much into handwriting back then. Uh, and fast track to 2011, I started my own business, uh, Carlo Make Art as a wedding invitation designer. And a lot of the couple who got married asked me if I could do calligraphy. And at that time I didn't have time to look into this, you know, but it happened in 2012, exactly 11 years ago, uh, in the summer. I saw a book, uh, about calligraphy and I was fascinated about the writing and I bought the basic tools and the book and I started practicing and that's how I started. <laughs> and the rest is history. How has your, <laughs> how has your handwriting changed as a result of practicing calligraphy? Uh, when I was a kid, I remember my writing was quite stylish because I remember vividly because when we were writing letters to friends, we almost kind of like have a friendly competition, you know, want to get like, oh, I can do a little bit better than yours, you know, and put more stickers on the letters. So things like that make me feel like, oh, handwriting is so important in my life as a child. And uh, now knowing like studying calligraphy definitely helped me so much more, not just my writing, but in terms of like people that I met through calligraphy or penmanship, you know, teach me a lot of things outside of just writing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's such a it's a mindset as well. You know, you've got to be in the, a certain frame of mind to write and, and, and to sort of create. Um, how have you developed over the years? Um, how have you developed your art and your handwriting? So at the beginning, because I started in 2012, and uh, back then there weren't a lot of calligraphy teachers in Hong Kong, and I studied a lot from books, uh, you know, reading them, practicing from books. And uh, then I started to realize that a lot of calligraphy, you know, teachers who teach workshops or even conferences abroad. So whenever, like, I travel, I would look up for places to, you know, take classes as a student. Uh, and because, I mean, throughout these uh, years, so lots of things happen, right? During COVID, I would take classes online as a student. And now that Hong Kong has opened up, I started to go back to like the calligraphy conferences, uh, especially in America, there are tons of them. Yeah, so I literally just came back a month ago from a conference uh, uh, where I, you know, study as a student. I, I really love it because you teach calligraphy here in Hong Kong, but you're so humble. You continue to practice your craft and your art and, and, you know, you continue to be a student. So let's talk about that experience. What was that experience like for you to be able to travel overseas and to learn um, more uh, penmanship? 
Yeah, because like from uh, like all my studies overseas, the people who the teachers have a lot different skills. You know, they're way more experienced. Because uh, I'm still considered as a baby in the calligraphy <laughs> world, even though I've done like eleven years, really. And、uh, but as I mentioned earlier, that from calligraphy is not because for me it's so. Nice to meet people in person,、uh, to learn from them in person, not just the writing, but also the personality. They talk a little bit about the life stories, you know.、Um, so for me, that experience is is all rounded. You know, you learn philosophy or life experiences, build friendship over the years. Because as a calligrapher, we always sit in our room, you know, or or,、uh, or in a coffee shop and just write on our by ourselves. So meeting people, it really helped me to, you know, kind of、uh, how do you say, like make my passion even stronger. <laughs> Absolutely, sort of learning from best practices.、Um, and I've known you for so many years, and Gala, I, I just think you're getting calmer and calmer as the years go on. And it actually, <laughs> it's a reflection of 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 calligraphy because throughout the years, you've also been very kind to to introduce. A lot of the penman masters、uh, to our listeners as well. You've brought、um, Michael along and Barbara、uh, as well, and it, you know it's a really sort of calming、um, sort of art. What mindset do people have to be? You know, before you start writing,、um, what are you thinking about? How do you sort of practice that mindful writing? Yeah. So actually, when I think about this topic, I think a lot about how people respond to calligraphy.、Uh, like for example, when I tell new friends, you know, I'm a calligrapher, and their first response, most people would say, "Oh, my handwriting is awful or not good." And I just want people to stop thinking of that because,、uh, first of all, calligraphy is about beautiful writing, and when you create something beautiful, it's gonna take a lot of time and commitment. And when you actually spend time studying or practicing, you are slowing. Like when you practice, you're slowing、uh, the writing down, and you're trying to connect your brain to your hands. So you're in a very mindfulness state. Yeah. So you're not rushing. You're not writing fast, taking notes.、Uh, so everyone can actually do this if you can spend a moment and be committed to a little bit of practice, maybe every now and then. And、uh, you will feel the calmness in inside, yeah. Yeah. When <laughs> and you... especially in Hong Kong, because people are so fast-paced. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's just one more point. Is because for me, like the way I want to promote、uh, handwriting or penmanship or calligraphy in Hong Kong is that people in Hong Kong are so fast-paced, and it's、yes. actually beneficial to learn to slow down because you need a balance. It's like yin and yang. You need to, you know, have that. Slow moment when you're all by yourself, just focusing on maybe writing your thoughts or you know practicing from books. So I think it's beneficial for most people, but they because they think, oh, I don't have nice handwriting and I cannot do it, and it's not true because、yeah. you can build that muscle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such a good point that you raised. Hong Kong is a very fast-paced city, and sometimes I wouldn't say Hong Kong people are not patient because I think patience can manifest itself in different areas. You may not be a, a very patient. Uh, colleague, but you could be a very patient parent, or you may not be. So I think they, it manifests. So when it comes to writing,、um, what are some qualities that you've noticed in your students? Are they quite patient when it comes to writing, and what sorts of skills have they developed? So sometimes when I'm teaching, this is quite funny because during COVID time we have to all wear masks, right? So in the class, I can't really see people's facial expression. Before COVID, I always observe like what people's response during the class. You know, I can see them smiling, so they are like 
you know, people, when they're inspired, they smile a little, you know. But with the mask, it's really hard to read the reaction. So sometimes I keep checking, hey, uh, is everyone okay? You know, just like being, you know, uh, asking questions to check. And everyone is so focused during the class. They don't talk, you know, but they actually really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. But with the mask, they look so serious. So I always, like, keep checking on them. Uh, I also taught online as well. You know, online, sometimes people prefer not to show the faces. So again, you know, when people are so focused, they're actually in the, mo in the you know, moment. And uh, you can see them, like, really focused. And even people who complained about the writing wasn't great at the beginning, they actually enjoyed it because they realized, oh, actually, this is another level of calmness, uh, you know the way you know they, they never experienced before yeah <laughs> speaking of another level i know you recently passed your I, i'm not sure how you say it it's spelled i a m p e t h calligraphy certification how do i say it carlo so basically it's called i am path it's a short form of an american association in uh in america and the long name i can quickly tell you is the international uh, association of master penmen and grosses and teachers of handwriting. So it's shortened to IAMPETH, which is IMPATH. And uh, so this association basically has been around for, I think, around 70 years, if I'm not wrong. And they, uh, they, they're here to promote penmanship, handwriting to, you know, the general public. And every summer they host this international conference uh, in, in the States uh, in the summer, which is the one that I just came back from. And so in a conference, what you do is you go to the conference and you meet like-minded friends and teachers, and you basically every day for five days, you sit in a classroom, learn calligraphy, uh, you choose the style that you want. And then in the evening, we all hang out and nerd out about calligraphy. We talk about, you know, calligraphy stuff, nibs, pen, ink, forever. And we drink wine. So it's not just like, you know, very nerdy, but it's really <laughs> nice social environment because, you know, you meet people on Instagram or Facebook about, you know, different parts of the world. And this is a great way for us to reunion. You know, every year we get together. And as I said, for me, calligraphy is not just writing. It's the people, that connection that I've really fallen in love with. So going back to see my teachers and friends, it makes me more excited about teaching every year, basically. Yeah. It just sounds like yeah. you've really been re-energized. And I think you're right. Conferences like this really bring people together, which is really the essence of writing yeah. um, in the first place. You know, like you said, writing letters, even when people write books or literature and, and you know, you have mm. an audience reading it it's about uh, connecting people so what sorts of things did you learn I, I'd love to sort of pick your brain so are there special inks that you use or that you've discovered recently that you never knew about or, or special is it a uh, pen nibs uh, that you've been using and, and other people recommended a different one for you to use T talk us through some of the things that you've learned so like during the day we have classes that we choose so i usually choose classes that i don't get to uh, study in hong kong um and they also have painting as well so i don't know if you know much about like the elimination from you know the medieval uh, manuscript style you know like there are oh, you know yeah, old bible yes they have big letters uh uh we call versals and the big capital letters, you know, their class is teaching you how to paint them the old medieval way and how to gild, uh, like putting gold leaves on it. So I've been learning a lot on this topic. 
Um, and in the evening, they have round robin night, uh, which usually happens on a Wednesday. So round robin means people like who are willing to share their skills. So this year, I participated and I was using Western Dependent to show people how to do Chinese bamboo because I'm from Hong Kong, so I want to bring some Chinese elements, Whoa, you know, to the cool. conference. Yeah, so I, I was showing people like a quick demo, and people can participate sitting together. So we, it's like going around. Uh, that's why it's called round robin. Um, and there other maybe twenty other people uh, showing. Uh, like there was actually a tattoo <laughs> session. I think someone was showing how to do tattoo in calligraphy <laughs> style. On, not on real people, but like on skin, well, on thick skin. Well, yeah, because a lot of the times people go to a, a tattoo artist to get things written on them. You know, maybe it's a special saying or maybe somebody's name. And it's often in a very stylized mm. way. I never thought made that connection. I'm sure a lot yeah. of tattoo artists have to sort of practice their, their handwriting as well. And in fact, Noreen, the funny thing is like, because now that I, I'm actually going to learn how to do tattoo next Tuesday, hopefully oh, wow. the typhoon will be. Cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, because I want to expand my skills um, uh, to like, because I noticed that in Hong Kong, there are not a lot of tattoo artists actually specializing in Western calligraphy style. I mean, just something very simple and elegant rather than, I mean, like, because a lot of the currently in Hong Kong is more like big letters, right? Very heavy and much different style, I would say. But I want to introduce what I'm good at, which is the uh, historical script that I've been learning. So I want to learn how to do the tattoo. And also people stop using fonts, you know, computer fonts on the hand, like a tattoo on the body, but using actually human design and being tattooed on the body. Yeah, wait, it people, would be more meaning. Wait, people use computer fonts? So they sort of, how does it actually, work? Actually, I think a lot like or maybe they do some modern style but they are actually because for me classic script it'll always be very long lasting right yes. it will always Just survive a classic through style. time yeah. and if you actually try to google it it's not a lot of classic style calligraphy or specialists doing tattoo in that so in a way it's quite interesting for me to explore this uh the skills. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of skills, there's one more point I wanted to, to, to uh, pick your brain about is that I've read somewhere that uh, calligraphy can help with memory. Is that mm. is that your experience? Oh, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Because um, that's another thing I want to promote in Hong Kong is to parents, because if the kids start writing again, because I've been asking a lot of you know parents, they the children will be using computer to type out the homework. But if they start writing, it helps them to memorize things because there are studies about, you know, how handwriting can improve memory. Mm -hmm. And if you think about if you type, you don't really know how to spell it sometimes when you try to handwrite it. And like a very quick example of my experience is because I've been practicing another thing is called left hand mirror writing. So I've been kind of practicing and training myself uh, using left hand to do writing uh, for two years now uh, on and off and uh, so today is actually my 237 days of practice <laughs> and I've noticed that my memory skills have improved because I usually copy like philosophers uh, lecture or you know uh, Thich Nhat Hanh which is like uh, Buddhist monks writing you know I memorize it very well in my heart now because I've been practicing with uh, my writing.
Yeah. Wow, that's amazing to hear. And I'm sure this is uh, music to many people's ears, uh, to, for children, for parents, and even for, for an aging population, because it's true, writing does help people commit things uh, to their memory. Um, finally, Gallo, it's so nice to talk to you. Remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about you and your work? Are you on social media? Where can we find you? Yeah, so I my name is Carlo, which spells K-A-L-O, and my brand is Carlo McArt. So make is M-A-K-E, uh, art is A-R-T. So you can find me like on websites, uh, carlomakeart.com or Facebook, Instagram, or under Carlo McArt. Yeah. Gallo, it's so lovely to see you. Thank you so much uh, once again for your time today. And I look forward to uh, more chats with you. Um, and also many thanks uh, once again um, to, to Gallo. And I look forward to uh, chatting with you again next time. And for our listeners, do check out uh, her Instagram. And Gallo is a very, very great artist uh, indeed. Thank you so much for your time, Gallo. Until next time. Sorry. Bye. Stay safe. Bye.